Welcome to another episode where I will talk about a topic that was asked for on Instagram by Haley. Thank you for your question, Haley. And it's a right time to talk about this because in the next three weeks, I will officially be ending my digital nomadic trip. So the question asked was, how do I adjust to coming back home? Now, before I get into that, I want to talk about the reasons why I'm coming home first, because I believe that this is extremely important for people who are thinking about doing this digital nomadic journey, but also just for my own sake of verbalizing the reasons why I will be coming home and stopping this, I would say this once in a lifetime opportunity and, and really going home. I realized about six months into my journey, I think I was in Armenia overlooking a church somewhere. I realized that I will never ever see everything that is there, that there is to see, but not only that, I will never ever even know all the things that I want to see. And why I think that's important is because so many travelers talk about how there's always something more to see. There's always, there's such a big world out there. Why would you want to settle back at home? And I think it's a very valid point. Why would you? But that's my counter because there is so much to see that you can never see it all in your life. I certainly know that if I was to even see, say, Thailand, where, where I am right now in Bangkok, if I was to see Thailand for a year, it may not even be enough to go to all the provinces and see all the things I want to see, go to all the Muay Thai gyms that I want to go to. I know that. And so maybe it takes me two, three years to really grasp Thailand and Bangkok. But then what? Then is the next country Vietnam and I do the same thing. If I spend even six months in every country in Asia alone, I've been to Malaysia, Singapore, Laos, Vietnam, China, Japan, Thailand, Indonesia, Myanmar. That's, that's nine countries. Taiwan, that's 10 countries. If I just spent six months in each country, that's already five years of my life. And that's not even all the countries, not including the Philippines. And then I have Europe. And maybe you might spend a little bit less in Europe. But in the major cities like Spain, maybe I want to stay there for a year. Or maybe in England, I want to stay there for a year. By the time I even finish Europe and Asia, I'll, I'd have to spend 20 years. And is that feasible? Of course it's not feasible. I can't see everything. And then there's South America, there's Africa, there's the United States, North America, Canada. Can I see everything? Absolutely not. No way. So I believe that many of us in this traveler's life, 
we're always addicted to the more. More beautiful sites, more bridges, more buildings, different people, more cities. But that's the trap itself. Not realizing that at some point, you will never see it all. You will die before you see it all. So if you're trying to see it all, you're really looking into the infinite abyss. Not to mention, if you go back to a country one year, two years, even three years later, you don't see the same thing. There are new shops, new developments, new people, new cultures emerging. So visiting the same country after two years is not the same country anymore. And not only that, but you now have a different appreciation for how you view the world. So from that perspective, it's impossible to see everything. And to set that as a goal and always try and chase more novelty is how you end up as an 80-year-old who has never been satisfied. And I can say with quite a lot of certainty that I am satisfied. I am satisfied with the year of travel that I've done. I'm satisfied with all the things I've seen. I'm satisfied with what it has led to me in terms of growth, lessons in life. So many things that I could never have experienced if it wasn't for my courage and daringness to just go out there and explore. And I would encourage anyone in my position who has the means to do so, to go and do so. I'm very well aware that I have now lived a one-year traveling experience that not many people in their life will ever get to experience. And I can say with the insight that this provides that it is amazing. And I have learned that the world is big, but it also is very small. So that's the first reason. I believe that I didn't want to fall into the trap of more. The second reason is I feel a calling now to bring everything that I've learned, to bring all my lessons back from overseas and to share it with the people who want to learn about it. I've picked up skills, I've picked up insights, I've picked up life experiences that I believe will benefit a lot of people in their lives. And I will blend it into my coaching service. I will blend it into my storytelling. And maybe there's going to be people who want to listen to me speak on podcasts or speaking engagements. I don't know. But the point is, there's something that I have experienced that I think will bring back a certain energy and a certain challenge for people. And I want that for them. I want them to understand that the world is big, the world is different. And you don't have to be trapped in whatever life you're living right now. I want to go home because there are people at home who I know I need to help. I am now 30 years old. And I have helped plenty of people in my career so far as a coach, but I want to help more. 
I want to not only help more, but I want to bring it to another level. I don't want to just come back and be a coach. I want to come back and set a new standard standard of coaching. I want to come back and have people realize that things can be done in ways that they've never seen before. And I, I can only do this because I have traveled. I also want to make sure that I don't miss any more of my friends' events, you know. I want to make sure that my I'm there when my friends are getting married. I want to make sure I'm there when my friends are getting engaged, going on dates with their new partners. I want to be involved in all those things. And as much as being overseas is great, you really don't get that. I don't get to do any of that stuff. I might catch up with them over a video call or a phone call or a text, but ultimately you won't get that level of in-person richness that being at home would provide. The third thing that brings me home is more of a spiritual, spiritual idea. But one of my waitlisters is going to be competing in Samoa later, later uh, early October. And in a way, I feel like the destination being in Samoa was a call to come home. The last couple of months, I've been focusing so much on working and just... Essentially, I was settled in Bangkok, you know, and really the life I'm living at the moment is just what I'd probably be doing in Sydney, except I'm in Bangkok. I'm not really traveling anymore. And when my lifter qualified for Samoa and the opportunity came up for me to witness my first international representative from the seniors division or under 23 division. I took that as a spiritual sign that perhaps it's time to go home. Perhaps the universe is telling me, hey, we want you to circle back. You've explored a lot. We've given you so many lessons and tests and trials. But ultimately, it's time to go home. I also compound this with the fact that in Turkey, after Turkey, I was meant to travel into Eastern Europe. I was meant to go to Slovenia, Switzerland, and all these places. But that's not what happened. On my first night in Turkey, I was scammed because one, I was an idiot. But two, I genuinely think that the universe said to me, look, we're going to take away a lot of your money because we need you to go home. We need you to go closer back towards Sydney. And so they sent me back to, the universe sent me back to Bangkok. And since then I have developed a new service. I have fought in Muay Thai. I have knocked somebody out and it hasn't led me astray. And I was meant to be in Samoa at some point anyway. So here I am. So I, 
from a spiritual lens, I believe that I was just sent back. I was just sent back this direction because the time is coming to an end. And do I look? Do I sound a bit sad? Do you hear a bit of sadness in my voice? Yeah. It look. It has been a huge learning experience. It has been so profound, and I can't describe into words the things I've seen, what I've experienced, the lessons I've learned for myself. It feels like only a few months ago that. I left on January fourteenth. You know, I left on January fourteenth. It just feels like a few months ago that that happened, and now it's ten, almost ten months later. I can't believe that I was in Laos for three weeks. I can't believe that I was in Malaysia for a month, Armenia, Georgia, Turkey for a few days. I've been in Thailand for almost four months. You know, so many, so many things that happened and shit I've seen, and that I, luckily I've journaled through as well. Just so much, and I know if I keep going, there's going to be a lot more. And look, that is the sacrifice that I'm making. But at the same time, if I don't go home, the other sacrifice I'd make is I'd be another year or two behind in my business. I wouldn't be able to serve the community the way that I want, because as much as living overseas is great and seeing the world, I feel a call to service. I feel a call to my community. I want to help. I can't help the way I want to overseas. I want to help you in person, and so that's a major reason why I'm coming back, because. It's time for me to do something greater than myself. It's time for me to give back to the community greater than myself. And lastly, maybe I'm rambling a bit. You know, lastly, the reason why I'm coming home is because there's a part of me that doesn't want to. And this sounds ridiculous. But the fact that I don't really want to one hundred percent means that I'm leaving on a good note. If I get to the point where maybe I really want to come home, then this could be because I'm fed up, and I don't want to be fed up. I want to go when I slightly don't want to go because it means I still want to stay, and that gives me incentive to want to come back next time to go somewhere else. But not this time. This time, I will finish off with the yearning of what could still be, and I could still travel next year. I could still travel whenever I want to. The only difference is, as far as the goal I set for myself of traveling for an entire year, I have achieved that, and I've got exactly what I wanted. Exactly what I wanted, and I'm happy, I'm content, and I'm ready to go home.